0: Welcome to another episode of Happy Without Medicine. It's me, Dr. Yewande, your host. And in this episode, I'm going to be demystifying the power of gratitude. If you've been a long-term listener of this podcast, you know that I love to talk about the power of gratitude. But I wanted to take things a little deeper and explain to you why gratitude works and how it works. Now, this episode is actually a recording of a previous podcast episode that I did a couple of years ago. Now, the information is still very relevant, only that the children that I've referenced in the episode are a couple of years older, but the details are still very relevant. So enjoy. Welcome to Happy Without Medicine, and I'm your host, Dr. Yuandi, a medical doctor, therapist, and a fierce advocate for your happiness. My mission here is simple, to help professional women just like you create a life you're excited to wake up to. It's time to make the happiness you feel on the inside match the success others see on the outside. Let's get started.
1: So I know that you've heard over and over and over again, the importance of being grateful. You've heard over and over again, the importance of being thankful. You know that you're supposed to be thankful for what you have and all the good
0: things that are going on in your life.
1: But I bet that no one has really explained why it's important to be grateful. So we all can agree that being grateful, being thankful is not only socially appropriate, but even culturally, it's something that we are challenged to do. But it's one thing to know you're supposed to do something, but it's another thing to know why, and it's another thing to know how. And so let me give you an example. As many of you know, I have two kids. I have a two-year-old. I have a four-year-old. And they're both at that stage where it's you know, a challenge to they're they're testing boundaries, which is normal. It's part of their normal development. And so the question, why mommy? Why mommy? Why mommy? <laughs> that always comes up over and over again when I tell them not to do something, not to go here, not to touch that. And if you grew up African in an African home, it may be that you uh, maybe yeah. this is probably not exclusive to Af- African homes, but it may be that when your parents told you not to do something and you challenge and ask why it was because I said so or because I'm your mother and I said so, no real explanation was really offered. But I am finding, and research has also shown, that when people understand why they're doing something, or when people understand why they shouldn't be doing something, they're more likely to comply when they understand the principles behind a certain kind of behavior. In fact, this is how I love to teach. If I'm teaching anyone, whether it's through one on one sessions or group sessions, I love to give explanations because when I see those light bulbs going off in the way that I'm explaining, I know that yes, they've got it and they're more likely to comply. And it also eases a lot of stress when there's understanding behind behavior. So, not to digress too much, I want to explain to you the reason why gratitude is so important for your health, your mental health, your financial health, etc. So studies have shown over and over and over and over again that people who are more likely to show gratitude for their current state of being, whether it's one that is deemed to be by standards of society successful or not successful, it doesn't matter. Those that are more likely to show gratitude for where they are have lower levels of stress. They're generally happier and healthier. And the reason is that when we focus on the positive things in our lives, oh, it's so amazing to see that the feel-good hormones, so serotonin, dopamine, the feel-good hormones in our brain actually rise. And on the other hand, the stress hormones, so cortisol, actually drops. And so just thinking about it, when you look towards what is going well, when you look towards what is good, when you look towards the positives in your life, you are going to have a surge of those feel-good hormones versus, and then that will counter, that will counter and reduce the stress hormone. So that is the main reason why gratitude is It's helpful. Um, Speaking from personal experience. So, my husband, he has recently started practicing gratitude journaling in the morning for five minutes. He will focus on the things that are going well, the things that he's grateful for. And he, just a couple of days ago, was saying how it's amazing how before he would wake up feeling tense. His job can be quite stressful. So, he would wake up feeling tense and wondering okay what is going to go wrong today who's going to call me with some bad news today or you know which project is going to give me trouble today that would be the focus of the day when he woke up and he would complain of this kind of tense feeling in his chest this tightness in his chest but since he started journaling for five minutes every day just focusing on three things that are going well he was saying just the other day how amazing it has helped, how how amazing things have changed, how awesome it has been that things have changed because as soon as he wakes up, he's grateful. He's focusing on three things in his life that are going well. And so there's a quote that says, what you focus on grows, what you focus on grows. And so if your tendency is to focus on what's not going well, then yes, those stress hormones, cortisol are going to rise in your system. Whereas if you focus on what is going well, those feel-good hormones, the endorphins, serotonin, the dopamines, that's going to rise. And that's the reason behind gratitude. It's taking your focus off of what isn't going well onto what is going well. So that is the why. That is the why behind the importance of practicing gratitude. Now, yeah, so you're like, okay, you know, I get it practicing gratitude is good for my mental health. It's good to focus on what's going well and versus what isn't going well. But okay, how do I actually do this, right? I think that I practice gratitude. So what you're telling me, I don't know. I'm not really seeing that it's helpful, but how do I actually do it? And so I'm glad that you asked (laughs) because I'm going to explain to you how. Many times when we hear about journaling, We think that it's this elaborate thing where you sit down, you light a candle, you put some mood music, you have your beautiful journal with your beautiful pen, and you start to write a soliloquy, (laughs) an epistle. (laughs) And that's not the case, honestly. I think when we think of it that way, it becomes this big project, it becomes a chore, whereas It really doesn't have to be that complicated. In fact, it can be very simple. So this is what you do. You tell yourself, you commit to yourself and you say every day. And so with regards to when you journal, I would recommend that if you, like my husband, wake up feeling tense in the mornings, then Do your your gratitude journaling in the mornings. Um, But if you're someone who at night, you find it challenging to go to sleep at night, to relax at night, then do your gratitude journaling at night. If you can do both, even better. So if you can do it in the morning, you know, as you prepare for your day and in the night, as you reflect on the day, even better. But either way, this is what you do. First of all, you ha- get a notebook. A simple notebook. doesn't have to be anything fancy. In fact, my personal journal came from the dollar store. It's not pretty. It's a, literally an exercise book. So have your, your notebook and have a pen, obviously. And then commit to yourself and say, I'm going to spend just five minutes. All I'm going to do is spend five minutes writing about the things that I'm grateful for. In fact, the way that I teach this is even to bring it down further, to shrink the activity down to its littlest, tiniest unit, right? You can even say, I'm just going to write three words. I'm just going to write three things that I'm grateful for, right? Three words. And that, what that does is it brings down what seems like a big chore to your brain. It shrinks it down to a more manageable thing that you can do and be consistent with because it's something that you need to be consistent with. So first of all, have a pen, have a have a notebook somewhere where you can see it because seeing it will be your reminder, right? Seeing it will be your reminder and then shrinking it down, reducing the activity, the behavior to the smallest most manageable unit, whether it's saying just 5 minutes, we're just going to do 5 minutes or just three words, we're just going to write three words down. Chances are, once you start, you might write more than three words. Once you start, you might spend more than five minutes. But the idea is to bring down that obstacle so that it doesn't seem like this overwhelming thing that you're about to embark on. So yeah, so you have your reminders, which are your pen and your notebook. You have your, you've shrunk down the obstacle and the task to its minimal unit, and then you get to writing. And we're not talking about vague things that you're you're grateful for. I'm grateful for my family, I'm grateful for my health, I'm grateful for my home, I'm grateful for my job. No. (laughs) It has to be, you you have to be thoughtful about it. You have to be even more specific than that so what happened if it's in the morning what happened the day before that you can specifically say that oh this made me feel good or if it's if it's not at night what happened during the day that you can say oh this specifically made me feel good so if we're thinking about family for example instead of saying i'm grateful for my family i'm grateful for my children I could probably say something like, oh, I'm grateful for the way Moya came to me. Moya is my two-year-old son. I'm grateful for the way Moya came up to me, gave me a hug and said, I love you, mommy. And maybe you could st- st- take it a step further and now describe why you're grateful for that. I'm grateful for that because I prayed for affectionate children and I have affectionate children. And so I hope you can see the difference between doing something like that versus just saying, I'm grateful for my children. I'm grateful for my family. Thinking about one specific event because it puts you back in that moment. It would put me back in that moment when Moya gave me a hug and it would release those endorphins. So that those hormones, that would release those hormones that would make me feel good all over again. And so I hope today clarified the potential mystery behind the power of gratitude. I really hope that you found this helpful. I would love to hear what your experience has been with journaling, specifically in a way that puts you in a position of gratitude for what you have and gratitude even for the things that you're expecting.
0: And so I really hope you found that helpful and relevant, even two years after I recorded it. And I just wanted to emphasize that, yes, I talk about gratitude a lot. It's one of those things that are very simple to do. But the problem with simple things is that they often get put on the back burner because we're looking for something more elaborate or something more fascinating or something more outstanding or outrageous But no, the key to our well-being and the key to our wellness is in these simple habits that we can incorporate every day. And as usual, I'd like to end this episode with a quote that says, gratitude sweetens even the smallest, tiniest moments of our lives. Until next time, remember that I'm here always fiercely advocating for your success and your happiness. Bye. Thank you for joining me, Dr. Yohan on the Happy Without Medicine podcast this week. If you enjoyed this episode, I would so appreciate it if you could give it a review on Apple Podcast because it helps Happy Without Medicine pop up when other women are searching for ways to find their happiness again. And visit happywithoutmedicine.com to view the complete show notes and other resources mentioned in today's episode. I'll catch you next time.